अथ सप्तषष्टितमस्सर्ग जनक वच्वा विश्वामित्रो महामुनि धनुर्दर्शय राोवाच पार्थिव तत सराजा जनक सचिवान्यादिदेश धनुरानीयता दिव्य गंधमाल्याणुलेम जनक सचिवा प्राविशंपुर तद्धनुरतुरमितौजसा नृणाशता पंचाशद्यायता महात्मना मंजूषाष्टचक्रांताहुस्ते कथंचनाय सुमंजूषा मयसी यु सुरोपमंते जनकमोचनृपति मंत्रिण इदं धनुर्वर राजूजि सर्वराजिराजेन्द्रदर्शनीयदीछसीपोवच्वाजलिभाषता विश्वामित्र महात्मारमलक्ष्मण इदं धनुर्वर ब्रह्म जनकूजि राजशक्त पूरी तदा नईतत्सुरगणा सर्वे सासुरा न गंधर्वयक्ष प्रवरा सखिन्नरमहोरगाषाणुषा प्रपूरणे आरोपणे सामगे वेपने तोलने तथा तदेतुषा श्रेष्ठमनीत मुनिपुंगवा दर्शयतन्महाग अनोराजपुत्रो विश्वामस्तु श्रुवा जनकभाषित वत्सराधनु पश्यघवम्रवीत महर्षेर्वचनाद्रामो यति तद्धनु मंजूषातामृत्य दृष्ट्वा धनुरथाब्रवीत इदं धनुर्वर दिव्य संस्पृशाह पाणिना यत्नवांश्चिष्यालने पूरणे पिवाब्रवीद्राजा मुनिश्च सभाषता लीलयासधनुर्मध्ये जग्राहवचनान्मुने पश्यताहस्राण बहूना रघुनंदन आरोपयत् सधर्मात्मा सलीलमिव तद्धनु आरोपयवा मौर्वींच पूरयामास तद्धनु तद्भंजधनुर्मध्ये नरश्रेष्ठो महायशा तब्दो महानासीघात सन भूमिकंपश्चुमहाजयत्वाजानौचराघवौ्रांजलिर्वाक्यंवाक्यमुनिपुंगवृष्टवीमेरामोदशरथात्मज अत्यभुतमचिंत्यतर्कमदनकाकुलेकर्तिमाहिष्यति मे सुता सीताभर्ताम दशरथात्मज मम सत्याजा वीर्यशुके कौशिका सीताबहुमता देयाय मे सुता नुमते ब्रह्म शीघ्र गु मंत्रिण मम कौशिकद्रंथे अयोध्यारिताश्रितैर्वाक्यैराणयुपुर मम प्रदानम वीर्यशुकाया कथयन चर्वश मुनिगुप्त काकुत्थ कथयन नृपाय वै प्रीतुक्त राजनयुशीघ्रगा कौशिकस्तु तथेत्या राजा चाभाष्य मंत्रिण 
sends his counselors to Ayodhya to invite Emperor Dasharatha for the wedding. Hearing the narration of Janaka, the eminent sage Vishwamitra, so the tradition goes, said to the aforesaid king, please show the bow to Rama. Thereupon, the celebrated king Janaka gladly instructed as follows his counselors sitting by his side. Let the heavenly bow, adorned with sandal paste and flowers, be brought here. Commanded by Janaka, his counsellors, who were possessed of immense glory, entered the city and placing the bow ahead, came out of the city. Five thousand unusually tall and well-built men somehow managed to propel the chest containing the bow, mounted on eight wheels. Taking with them that iron chest of good design in which the said bow had been placed, those counsellors of the king said to Janaka, who resembled a god in luster, This superb bow, O king, which is worshipped by all the kings, may kindly be shown to Sri Rama and Lakshmana, if you will, O ruler of Mithila, O king of kings. Hearing their prayer, the king submitted with folded hands to the high-souled Vishwamitra and both the aforesaid princes, Sri Rama and Lakshmana. This excellent bow, O holy Brahmana, has been worshipped by the Janakas and extolled by kings who were unable to bend it, though they were very powerful. Not even hosts of gods, including demons, nor ogres, nor the foremost of Gandharvas and Yakshas, including Kinnaras and great Nagas, were able to string it. How then can there be any capacity in poor human beings to bend this bow, string it, fit an arrow to it, vibrate its string, and toss it in their palms in order to estimate its weight? This bow, the best of all, has been brought before you, O jewel among sages. Kindly show it now, O highly blessed one, to these two princes. Hearing the request of Janaka, along with Sri Rama, Vishwamitra spoke to the latter as follows. Child Rama, behold the bow. Opening at the instance of Vishwamitra, the eminent seer, the chest in which the famous bow lay encased, and beholding the bow, Sri Rama forthwith said, I hereby hold with my hand this excellent heavenly bow and shall try to toss it on my palms and even to bend it. So be it, said the king, and the sage too dittoed the remark. At the instance of the sage, Sri Rama sportfully seized the bow at the middle. 
the celebrated scion of Raghu, whose mind is given to righteousness, strung that bow as though in sport, while a great mass of populace stood looking on. Having set the string to the bow, the highly illustrious Sri Rama, a jewel among men, bent the said bow and lo, the bow broke into two at the middle. A great noise, reverberating like a crash of thunder, issued from it even as it broke and a violent earthquake followed in its wake as it would in the event of a mountain cracking. Stunned by that crash, all men present there toppled down, barring, of course, Vishwamitra, the foremost of sages, the king and the two celebrated scions of Raghu. On the people there recovering from the shock and feeling reassured, the king, whose misgivings had now been set at rest and who knew how to speak, submitted with joined palms to Vishwamitra, the foremost of sages, as follows. The prowess of Sri Rama, son of Dasharatha, has been witnessed by me. The feat performed by him is most marvellous, inconceivable and was never thought of by me. Having secured Sri Rama, son of Emperor Dasharatha, for her husband, my daughter Sita will fetch renown to the race of the Janakas. My pledge the Sita can be won only through valour stands redeemed today, O son of Kushika. My daughter Sita, who is dearer to me than life, now remains to be given away. With your permission, O holy Brahmana, let my counsellors quickly proceed, O son of Kushika, to Ayodhya in chariots with expedition. May God bless you. Let them, with polite words, bring the emperor to my capital and tell him exhaustively how Sita, having been won through valour, is going to be married to Sri Rama. Let them also speak of the two scions of Kakutstha being well looked after by the sage yourself and let them bring the emperor full of delight post haste to Mithila. The son of Kushika, Vishwamitra, for his part, said, So be it. And, summoning his counsellors, the pious king dispatched them with instructions to narrate at length everything precisely as it had happened, as well as to bring the emperor to Mithila. Thus ends Canto 67 in the Balakanda of the glorious Ramayana of Valmiki, the work of a Rishi and the oldest epic.